0: Come on, I can be the preacher. I, call me Elijah, that's all right. Because he mocked them. Hey! Because it was, if you study out, it was kind of a, a known thing among their gods that he rested at night. He slept. Took a break. That's why it was high noon on. Hey! Maybe your God's asleep the wrong time of the day. Maybe your God took a vacation Listen, I I want the devil to know I'll mock him when I can. Because he tries to mock the things of God when he can. When we give him a chance, guess what? He'll stand up and make make everybody know how bad things are. They just... But Elijah mocked them. But notice, at the time, the Bible says, of the evening sacrifice... Go to verse thirty and put it up. We'll go to verse thirty-five, chapter eighteen. Elijah called them near. Got it. He said, "You know, here's what we're going to do." And he said, "All the people, come near unto me." And the people came near unto him. A what? What do he do? In the presence of the people, church, get this. We've got to repair our altars. I'm not talking about the one here. I'm talking about our altars. Where we go. Where we sacrifice. What we do. How we think. Amen. How we come to God. We've got to fix those things. And he says, listen, everybody come and watch. it." And they begin to repair the altars of the Lord that was broken down. Let me tell you something. The devil loves to tear up the altars. The devil loves to malt the altar, amen, a place of repentance, a place where God shows up and consumes our sacrifice, amen, what we lay before him in our prayers of repentance. hallelujah. Next verse. Look at this. Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes. I'll we'll tell some of you something. Tradition, church tradition ain't bad. Oh, we got to change everything. We got to change how we do all this. We got to change how we structure. We got to change how we pray. We got to change how we sing. No, we don't. Let's fix what we've had, amen, and get it back to where it was, and then we'll see God pour out things and not just be satisfied, amen, with young people being baptized. We'll see elders baptized. We'll see people speaking in tongues. He said, listen, these these 12. You know what these, listen, people, you know what these 12 stones represent? Unto whom, listen, unto whom the word of the Lord came came saying, Israel shall be thy name. Next verse. It's a God thing. God changed you. You can get mad about the term apostolic all you want. God made you when he filled you with the Holy Ghost. Come on, Abraham. Come on, Isaac. Come on. I'm talking about this is what God did. Filled us with the Holy Ghost like he said he would. Like Brother West out. We're not ourselves. We're not our own. We're the temple for the Holy Ghost. He built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. Go. And he put the wood in order. There's an order. There's an order. There's a way. He cut the bullock in pieces. There's a a way to do a sacrifice. And laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels of water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. Next verse. And he said, do it a second time. They did it a second time. Next verse. He said, do it a third time. And guess what happened? The water ran about the altar. He filled the trenches also with water. There's your answer. You are listening carefully. God just gave you. Nothing that's going on should be about you, nothing that's happening should be about you. And what pleasure and what you can get out of it. God says, I want everybody to see this and everybody knows it ain't about y'all. It's about me. Here's what I'm fixing to do. Amen. In the midst of all this drought, you can complain about the church. You can complain about the man of God wasting water. Amen. Taking precious water. Amen. And pouring it all over this sacrifice. But look what happened. He began to pray. And look at his little prayer. He didn't get up in the church and get loud so everybody could hear every word he's saying. He got up and said less than 65 words. and what God do? Here we are. God answered by fire. Your prayer, you don't think your little prayer means anything. Yes it does. You tell the devil he's a liar. It don't have to be lengthy. Come on, it don't have to be lengthy. It don't have to be full of words that people don't understand. God says, when you go and do something for me, and when you go through all these circumstances, and you prove yourself to me, amen, that you're faithful, here's what I'm going to do. Your little prayers are going to come before me. Look out all through his situation. It says, Elijah prayed, and Elijah prayed, and Elijah prayed. Every situation that he confronted, he had to say a prayer. But well, we ain't praying, we're liars. We don't pray enough. We don't, I mean, I, I, for me, we don't pray enough. I told the Lord, Lord, I know I don't pray enough. I'm not, I, I mean, I could sit around and meditate and, and think I'm That's not prayer. That's sacrifice. It's not prayer. But Elijah prayed. And he said, listen, I want you to see. Because what we've done here, we've got everything put together. We fixed this altar. We laid the sacrifice. We even added water. Soaked it. So this not to, to prove to everyone. This ain't about me. This is about who God really is to the people. And after these four barrels of water being poured on there three times, and this brief prayer that didn't, 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 wasn't spoken very much at all, God... Sent the fire. Now, let me let me close with this. In fact, go ahead and come to music. I want to get this out of the way here. So there's a, And listen, don't go to the bathroom. Just sit tight for just a little bit, all right? James chapter 5. That's word I'm going to close with here today. I want you to get this. Because I've been guilty myself, and I think really even Wes even mentioned today in our lesson, Sometimes we put people in the Bible on these big pedestals like, oh, my God, they're just special. Read this carefully. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. What does that mean? He's just like me and you. Fears. Concerns. Unknowns. Doubts. Elijah was full of those passions like we are and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not he's just like us you can't convince me one moment that every, when you read about what he went through to get to Mount Carmel you read what he through, that he didn't have his struggles because you'll find out many times he did many times he had his challenges, many times he had his weak moments I'm, I, I was thinking, it kind of came kind of to me laugh this morning uh, when I looked back and, and, and the brook dried up. <laughs> I guess I have to go. I mean, think about it. Well, Lord, you brought me here. At least you could have warned me. Hey, tomorrow's going to be gone. I could be ready. You see, we think we have to be prepped with everything. Elijah was just like we are. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Stay with me. We assume Elijah was some kind of hero of faith. Had a lot. Assuming he was without any kind of human failures, weaknesses. But let me say something. This is what God really instructs me. And maybe it's just to me. Maybe it's not for anybody else. God can use us through our weaknesses and through our struggles. For what purpose? We all like to think we're something. But the purpose, the whole purpose of all of it is to prove God. You see, when you come to church, you're not proving anything to yourself. You're not making the preacher happy, and all this stuff. Yeah, you know, but you know, no, you, you, that ain't nothing. It's to God. It's to God. I was sitting at the picnic table. There's all kinds of noises going on around the neighborhood. You can hear them uh, doing landscaping and blowing. And I was just sitting there. And, you know, I had one of those moments I think, Lord, I, I felt guilty for feeling good. This is nice. And the Lord says, you're limited on what you see. You're limited on what you hear. But everything that's going on, I'm concerned about. It touches me, whether it does you or not. You know, in a way, we can go through life and not really care. We say we care, but do we really? Because the little opportunities that God gives us, and that we have, we to take full advantage of it. Who would lift their hands all over this place today? Come on, close your eyes. Just, would you just have a little talk with the Lord? I'm not trying to make us feel bad. It's not. I don't think the Lord is trying to make me feel bad. I don't think he was trying to take away the little joy, the the good feeling that I had. He was just telling me, what you miss, I don't. What you don't see, I do. God can use us. Simply because we are subject to doubt. We are subject to fear. We are subject to human passions. Elijah was a person with the same types of weaknesses yet God responded to his little prayers. Think about it. While the world is feasting while Ahab was feasting Elijah was fasting. While the world was going on without a care seemed like why Ahab was doing his thing as king come on church we need to fast we need to stay in prayer because I'm here to tell you the banquet rooms of the world will always outnumber and be full. Of those looking for pleasure. But the prayer rooms. Come on, the prayer rooms. The sacrifice, the altars. Let's rebuild our altars. Come on, this, this altar's open. You want to come and search your heart? Why, why is it so that we can proclaim there's a place where the fire will fall?